Good morning and welcome in everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of scripture from Psalms 51. But before we do that, I wanted to tell you a little story. You know, many years ago, I wanted to find an inexpensive way to feed my family. So I ended up buying a whole flock of chickens. And when they were the proper age, he began to lay. And soon we had so many eggs, we hardly knew what to do with them all. The children loved to gather them up, bringing them in by bucketfuls in from the hen house. And we put eggs in just about everything in order to use them all up. There's a simple lesson that I still learn today. Each morning when fresh eggs are brought into the house, in order to get what's inside, you must first break the egg. And this reminds me of the Christian life. Before God can expunge and remove the sin from our lives, like an egg, our hearts need to be broken. Psalms 51 verses 16 through 17 says, For thou desirest not sacrifice, else would I give it. Thou delightest not in burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, O God, thou wilt not despise. Before God's mercy can flow into the heart, the heart needs to be broken before him. Before God forgives us, we must come humbly before him in a state of contrition. Contrition is feeling or expressing remorse or penitence. When you are filled with true penitence, you have a feeling of regret or sadness for doing something wrong or sinning. Contrition is to be affected by guilt, uh, by feeling or showing sorrow for a sin or a shortcoming. You, you'll be apologetic and humble, repentant, sorry, and filled with compunction. And God wants to cleanse us of our sins, but we must first display this quality in our hearts before him. In the following passage, a woman was so sad because of her sins that she was weeping, not only in the sight of the Lord, but the entire household. Luke chapter 7, verse 36 through 50 says this, And one of the Pharisees desired him that he would eat with him. And he went into the Pharisee's house and sat down to meet. And behold, a woman in the city, which was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at meat in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster box of ointment, and stood at his feet behind him weeping, and began to wash his feet with tears, and did wipe them with the hairs of her head, and kissed his feet, and anointed them with the ointment. Now, when the Pharisee which had bidden him saw it, he spake within himself, saying, This man, if he were a prophet, would have known who and what manner of woman this is that toucheth him, for she is a sinner." And Jesus answering said unto him, Simon, I have somewhat to say unto thee. And he saith, Master, say on. There was a certain creditor, which had two debtors. The one owed five hundred pence and the other fifty. And when they had nothing to pay, he frankly forgave them both. Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him most? Simon answered and said, I suppose that he to whom he forgave most. And he said unto him, Thou hast rightly judged. And he turned to the woman and said unto Simon, Seest thou this woman? I entered into thine house. Thou gavest me no water for my feet, but she hath washed my feet with tears and wiped them with the hairs of her head. Thou gavest me no kiss, but this woman, since the time I came in, hath not ceased to kiss my feet. My head with oil? Thou didst not anoint, but this woman hath anointed my feet with ointment. Wherefore, I say unto thee, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But to whom little is forgiven, the same loveth little. And he said unto her, Thy sins are forgiven. And they that sat at meat with him began to say within themselves, Who is this that forgiveth sins also? 
And he said to the woman, Thy faith hath saved thee. Go in peace. This woman is an example of contrition. And Jesus taught that she did have many sins, but because of her act of humility, she received forgiveness. They were all washed away because her heart was broken before God. Like an egg, each of our hearts needs to break before sin can be removed from inside and replaced with forgiveness. God does not delight in offerings or money and possessions. God desires a spiritual sacrifice of a humble and contrite heart, confessing our faults to him. Contrition is required for salvation. <clears throat> Look at uh, Psalms 34, verse 18, says, The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart, and save as such as be of a contrite spirit. Isaiah 57, verse 15, For thus saith the high and lofty one that inhabiteth eternity, whose name is holy, I dwell in the high and holy place with him also, that is of a contrite and humble spirit, to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. We cannot buy forgiveness. We cannot earn forgiveness. We can never do enough deeds to compensate or offset the sins that we have committed. But God extends to us a free gift of his grace through his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. But the only way it can be received is to allow ourselves in our hearts to break before him. And that's exactly what the humble publican did. Take a look at Luke chapter 18, verses 10 through 14 says this. Two men went up into the temple to pray, the one a Pharisee and the other a publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank thee that I am not as other men are, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. I fast twice in the week. I give tithes of all that I possess. And the publican standing afar off would not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven, but smote upon his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For every one that exalteth himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. Those who are poor in spirit are filled with contrition. I mean, look at Isaiah 66, verse 2. But to this man will I look, even to him that is poor and of a contrite spirit and trembleth at my word. Matthew 5, verse 3 says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. The prodigal son was also filled with humble contrition. If you look at Luke chapter 15, 21 through 24 says, And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe, and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand, and shoes on his feet, and bring hither the fatted calf, and kill it, and let us eat and be merry, for this my son was dead, and is alive again. He was lost and is found, and they began to be merry. We must come boldly to the throne of grace in time of need. We need to confess our faults to each other and show each other mercy and forgiveness as good stewards of what God has given to us. We must break the hard outer shell of our hearts and expose what's on the inside. Only then can the contents be emptied out and then removed. I remember this lesson every time I hear the sizzle of a hot fry pan and a crack in the kitchen. I'm reminded by the sound of another broken egg. So let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching TLKJBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. We are not associated nor affiliated with uh, any other religious groups. You can get our entire podcast feeds directly along with transcripts. 
at tlkjbc.com, or I suppose that you could find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Peace to all, and Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.